Welcome to Where Is My Mind, the podcast that talks about music and mental health. We have a different guest each week who talks us through their emotional playlist. The guest for episode one is Liv Darcy. Liv is a spin instructor at Soul Cycle in London. Liv talks about a mixture of things from her former career in musical theatre, life as a spin instructor, and of course, talks us through her playlist picks. Cool. So let's start. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you good. for having me on. Oh, well, thank you for being the first guest. It's very exciting. Um, so obviously I know who you are, but the people who are watching don't, or maybe they do. Um, tell, us, tell us who you are. Um, so my, my name is, if we want, we're going to go full name, Olivia Darcy Hawthorne. Very formal. You don't, you don't, we don't go by that. Um, <laughs> I go by, um, Liv D or Liv Darcy. Um, and I am a soul cycle instructor here in London. Yes, you are. And I would say you're more than that. As someone who has gotten to know you a little bit through cycling, um, in a former life and a little bit of self cycle as well. Um, I think you're more than that. I think, you know, following your, whether it's in a class or following you on social media, I think your content is definitely more than just, I'm a, you know, I, I do spin. Um, so uh, I would say, yeah, very inspiring. The content you put out, um, I take a lot of inspiration and a lot of drive from uh, as well. So I would say that is. <laughs> um so just to kind of put, uh, I always find how we first met quite an amusing little story um so obviously it was at a previous studio before you we went to cycle and I'll never forget the first see so the person I did a class with um in this style of spin it's not normal yeah. spin. It's obviously not just sitting on a bike and occasionally just doing your legs a little bit faster I was wearing a Slipknot t-shirt you- yeah oh my God. I was sitting on the bench. I was very nervous. An ex-girlfriend had recommended I came because uh, she knew I liked spin. And I was surrounded by people who are in a lot better shape than me and looked like they knew what they were doing, all knew each other. And I was sitting on my own. I was very nervous. And you came over to me and you sat down next to me and you said, hey, I'm Liv. It's nice to meet you. And I said, hey, I'm Tom. And you were like, have you ever done this before? And I was like a little bit cocky. And I was like, spin? Yes, obviously. Um, and you were like, no, 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 like our version of spin. And you kind of, I believe you said it was like a little bit like dance on a spin. It was a lot of movement, a lot of expression. And I think my face went very white. Um, <laughs> and you, saw, you saw some shock in my eyes. And uh, it was the hardest thing I've ever done, that very first class. Um, it was amazing. I wanted to be good. I wanted to be better, but uh, I sucked. Um, and at the end of it you came up to me and you were like how did you find it and I think I said some of the lines of it was very tough but I loved it I will definitely come again uh, and you got me hooked on that style of spin and I still go now as you know because obviously I am into your class still so yeah my god I mean I remember I remember my first time when I first I think I was I was 16 I was in America and I took my first, I took my first soul cycle class and I honestly turned to my mum at the end and I was like, I'm never doing that again. Never doing that again. That was, I, I hurt in places that I've never hurt before. How do their legs move so fast? But look at me now. <laughs> and yeah, I look at you now. Um, you are working where I guess the dream was to always work at soul cycling. Yeah. Um, I, it always kind of seemed like this big far off thing because it was only in America. Mm. Uh, and it had, it had always been this thing that was fitness, but, of, but, but was so much more yeah. uh, in, in, in that, how they used music and how they touched into the kind of soulful moments and the, the mental health side of it really. Um, and it was the first time I'd ever been to a, a kind of fitness class that wasn't about how many burpees can you do, how many burpees can we burn, if you're not sweating, it's not working, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. It was. I think I was. I was a. I was a rider for five years before I taught started teaching. Oh wow. Um, 
Yeah, well, I'm definitely never going to be a teacher, but I still go um, many years later and I love it. I love the, um, I think one of the things I love about it, and I think you said some very early doors is the, and why I really wanted you on is, I think the, the journey you guys pick the music for, it's such a, you know, like obviously playlist is one of the points about this chat, but it takes you on such a journey, like, you know, yours and other people's I've done in the same kind of remit, it's, you're not only physically knackered by the end of it, but you're also emotionally knackered as well. Because obviously one of the things is just kind of letting it all out, stress, worries, concerns, anything that's going out outside of that door, let mm -hmm. it on the bike. And I do. And sometimes I'm so shattered, not just physically, and I definitely get physically shattered doing it, but um, emotionally as well. Um, yeah. I love it. Which is good. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, because it's your job. <laughs> So before we go talk about the playlist, um, mm -hmm. let's talk about kind of your love for music, because I know you have a big love for music okay. um, and I appreciate your music taste. Um, I don't know if you have a spot in a class when I hear a Fallout Boy song or something like that. I definitely uh, kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. How, how did you get into music? How did you form your kind of emotional connection with music? Um, so I trained initially in musical theatre um from and, and I've always been singing uh from a very young age I think my aunt always tells me this story that I think I was eight and I was in my bedroom and she was stood outside and I was belting at the top of my lungs um suddenly Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors all right <laughs> like, the hell is this small child doing belting this song out? Mm. Um, but then I went and trained professionally in musical theater. And for a while, for a long while, musical theater was my world and was my life. Um, and, you know, the songs in musicals are to convey a certain emotion and they, yeah. You know, they always say that um, when words aren't enough, you sing, right? So um, music had become a very big part of my life. Um, and I always, I could never pick up music by playing. I've never been good at playing instruments, but I've always had a good ear. So I could, and I could never read music either. So I, I had to pick everything up by ear, which I think ultimately made me become more in tune with how things sound mm. um, and what affects me the most. Um, I fell out of love with musical theatre uh, about two years ago because the world of musical theatre killed my mental health. It put me in the bin and so I, um, I left that world behind but music stayed with me and has always has always and I think will always I still sing for myself and occasionally my friends if they want to listen <laughs> yeah well would you say that you now have you gone back to listen to that style of music since you fell out of love with it and obviously you said it had an impact on your mental health have you gone back to listen to any music any soundtracks from shows or did you make that kind of such a clean cut that you're kind of like, can't do it? Um, I still have a massive appreciation for the art because it's, I know firsthand how difficult it is, firstly, to train in that way. The, the stuff you have to put your body through to get yourself in top form for to be a musical theatre performer is huge. Um, but also because the world is so difficult. Um, so I can still look back at songs and um, and really appreciate it. Actually, yesterday when I was looking through some of my playlists um, and and my iTunes library, I came across a bunch of recordings from when I was training and oh, music, okay. musicals, and it was weird. I was like, "Who is that small <laughs> girl singing?" Um, I think after leaving that world, I I honestly grew up a little bit since being mm. that yeah yeah it's um it's a world I have a little my sister is a big musical theatre fan so growing up we saw Starlight Express about 800 times every <laughs> Christmas without fail um yeah. so the song that's Rusty or Blind I think I 
listened to have listened to a lot. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, um, but it's not. It doesn't feature heavy on my playlist. But I have a certain playlist with my sister when we were driving in a car together and we sing along musical theatre songs. Do play in that because that's what she loves. Um, yeah. And there's a few like we saw six the musical, um, and there's some bangers in that. So uh, I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah, I mean, there. You know, I don't think anyone needs to be ashamed to say like a musical <laughs> makes you feel good. It really, really does. Um, the world doesn't necessarily make you feel good, like the musical theatre <laughs> no. world. But watching it from an outside is like some of the most magical moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't appreciate it from the side that you experience because obviously, so my mum told me very early on I cannot sing. Um, <laughs> So never, That's so kind of her. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's even a voice a mother could love. Um, so uh, there's only a few places. I don't want to be a karaoke or if I'm in the car with my sister or if my niece demands I sing. But uh, even those requests have dwindled down a little bit. Um, so a two-year-old is, I think, anti my voice. Um, <laughs> cool. So as you know, we just put a bit of uh, me on the bone, so to speak. Um, the point of this is that we talk about your emotional playlist. Um, someone like myself who has struggled with mental health for a long time, uh, obviously music can massively impact in a positive and negative way your emotional connection. Um, obviously everyone has go-to various different songs, uh, what they listen to for different emotions, and this is around building your emotional playlist, um, so, uh, which we will share on um, so share on social media, we'll share on Spotify, etc. So hopefully people can get inspired by your choices um, and discover new music along the way as well, because that is obviously also a massive part of music, sharing it with other people. So for example, when I've been in your spin classes, um, I always can't pronounce it, Z-Zod, Z-E-D-D. Um, <laughs> song you introduced me to many, many years ago, and I think you've probably forgotten about it, has been <laughs> one of my gym playlists going forward ever since that moment so down with love i believe the song's called oh yeah love that such a massive anthem um okay so let's so at the start of every playlist obviously you want to start with a banger you want to start happy you want to start with a positive note so live what is your song for when you're feeling happy or album when you have those really good days when you're just feeling positive What's your mm-hmm. positive, happy song? Um, so, I mean, there's, there's so many and of so many different genres, but I think um, it might be a really rogue choice um, because they only created one album and then they disappeared, Ooh. right? The New Radicals. Oh, nice. Um, their album, um, Maybe You've Been Brainwashed Too. Um Basically any song on that album. <laughs> okay, nice, strong. Like, I I can't stay still. I play it in class I all the time. And I mean, mostly it's just my mum like whipping her towel because my mum and I absolutely love that album. Um, many, many hilarious moments singing in my parents' kitchen to that album. Nice. Um, and I just kind of love that they made this insane album full of emotion and they were just like, see you later. <laughs> I Drilled the um, mic and left. Just honestly, yeah, like a full-on mic drop and then just like pieced out. I think it's so cool. Um, yeah, anything from that album or anything by Gregory Porter, which is a real U-turn. Like yeah, jazz no, that's a good shout. Style. Okay. Um, he makes me very, very happy. I was meant to see him in concert and then COVID said no. The world ended. Um, okay, so we can only put one in if we're taking it Room 101 style. Um, okay. So are we going New Radicals or are we going Gregory Porter? Mm, new Radicals, New Radicals. Okay. And if and if I had to push you on a song, is there one over the others or is it too hard to pick? Uh, no, I'm going to give you one. I am, I am. I just okay. need to just... I think it's going to be Mother, We Just Can't Get Enough. Nice. Okay. I I don't know that one personally, so that's one for me to go away and listen to and see if I can add it to my happy playlist. Yeah, you listen to that and then, yeah, tell me that you... <laughs> I can't smile. 
And you mentioned your mum. Did your mum get you into that record? Did you get your mum into that record? Um, I don't, you know what? I don't know. I feel like it's a song that's been in my life for a long time. Um, I feel like I've, I've had it in my life for a long time, whether my mum played it for me. Um, I just remember one day playing it in a class and my mother lost her sweet mind. Um, so it's clearly had some connection to her. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure how, but I think I it could be a combination of both. I like that. And would you say when you listen to that song or other happy music, obviously I know you mentioned that you play a lot in class, in spin class, but would you also listen to it whilst getting ready? If you're going out, would you listen to it at home? Would you listen to it? in a car would you say that song features in other places other than just spin oh yeah totally i mean it's one of those songs that when you know like when it's super sunny you just kind of want to play that kind of music um but equally have played it at a pre-drinks uh have definitely played it in a car on on a long run it kind of works its way into any playlist you know like if you're feeling down play that and then you're and then you're not so down nice so it has that other effect emotionally as well so if you're in a blue place it picks you up but also if you're up already it keeps you there and it elevates yeah totally nice okay so that's someone of the playlist opener um if we're then talking about music that inspires you um so this isn't more so we, we will kind of talk about track or records um but would you say there is a certain style of music that if we're talking about inspiration if we're talking about is there a certain style of music that inspires you or a certain album hypothetically mm. i think i think the genre it's a very large genre, but of rock, um, really, in my later life has inspired me a lot. Um, I, I don't. I feel like it's the kind of genre where the artists are just like, "This is who I am. Take it or leave it. You don't like it, cool." Um, and they kind of. That's very much like raw on the table vocals aren't the cleanest thing you've ever heard um i mean there are some incredible rock vocalists but there are also some who just kind of like speak sing and that kind of works because it's more about the the words and the chords on the guitar and all of that um um also as a genre uh it's kind of inspired the way that i dress um uh, my hands are completely covered in the great <laughs> frog, um, which is oh, the great frog. yeah, um, my, they're very heavy, um, <laughs> which is obviously kind of revolves around rock. Um, uh, I think I feel like if you play rock music, you kind of can't help but feel like a little bit of a badass, like. I always feel I I so I wear basically docks or chunky boots no matter the weather, um, okay. and uh, I always feel like I'm like slipping into like a Superman suit when I like put my docks on, and I feel like it's kind of the same when you listen to rock music. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, so it sounds like did you get into rock music a little bit later in life? Yes, okay. I. I think it it came kind of as I was on my way out of musical theatre. So I used used to have very long hair that I could sit on and I used to like perfectly ringlet it. Um, And I was this kind of like perfect little musical theatre like figure. Mm. Uh, And it was kind of, I then realised, which you know, that's not me at all. And I don't. I want to play a princess and I don't want to be super girly um uh and it was musicals like we will rock you American idiots rock of ages like those kind of musicals um that I always really wanted to be in 
um, and my voice always really suited it. Um, and I think probably through that was kind of like my little portal into nice. music. Um, but I would say it's been a big part of my life for three years now. As as you mentioned, it kind of played that second part after um, musical theatre kind of exited. Um, would you say that kind of getting into that genre more helped with your mental health, as you said, from uh, inspiring, from a uh, you know getting your head a bit clearer? Um, yeah, um, I think for one, I I and I couldn't put my finger on how, but I think it really upped my confidence. Okay. Um, it it kind of gave me and I think it's that kind of like feeling like I'm putting on like a super suit um like when I I have this massive leather jacket that I wear that says the doors on the back um I found it in some vintage shop in New York oh, cool. and apparently it's some official memorabilia I don't know That's um great. but it's that kind of like it really made me step out of my shell and kind of not worry as much about what people thought about me um i mean i still worry about what people think about me all the time but yeah. it helps um you know feeling like i have this little bit of armor that would kind of keep me keep me safe nice now that's a lot of music wow i wasn't expecting no no, no. i i agree with you i, I mean i i got into music being my brother uh, so my brother is very heavily into his music, works in the industry now still. So um, I definitely tailored off more to the heavier side than he did. He was definitely an indie boy growing up and got me into guitar music. And then I kind of found bands like Metallica and punk and went off in my own direction. Um, but yeah, my brother definitely got me into that. And I agree with you. I mean, when I was in my kind of worst place mentally, um, the days where I felt better was by putting on music that would help me. And the more that I've had a clearer head, I would say music does help to give you that confidence and to inspire you. Um, and it can definitely play an impact. But I don't really think we think about the kind of relationship emotions have with music um, from that kind of mental state. Yeah, I mean, I think because it's kind of my job to do <laughs> yeah. that. Um, I think about I've got a lot more, but previously, I never would have thought about it that way. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to press you on a song that we have to play for track two, for the inspiring part. Now, there's a band in my mind that I feel like you might pick based off your lessons, but we'll see. So what band would you say, and obviously it sounds like it's going to be in the rock genre, mm -hmm. uh, what band would you say inspire you the most? Um... Uh oh gosh. Um oh, oh no, I don't know if I can pick one. I'm think so I'm thinking of a particular song. Okay. Have you got the song? I'm just gonna go, I'll go with that and with that band. Uh and that's Undefeated by Def Leppard. Oh nice, okay. Who did you think I was gonna pick? I thought you were gonna say Fallout Boy. Um Okay. Yeah. You but always, it, you've always played Fallout Boy in your lessons. Um, they've uh -huh. been in the rock genre. They've always been the consistent bands that you've played. You occasionally throw in a bit of chilies or a bit of foos, um, or Death Leopards and older stuff. But I feel like, and obviously we'll go Death Leopard because that was your pick. Um, but uh, Fallout Boy is definitely for me when I think about you in terms of music. Um, I think about. Fallout Boy comes to mind because you've always that that's the one band that you've always played consistently in that genre. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, I mean, that is so true. I I and I've actually at Soul Cycle every Tuesday have um, a class called Teen Angst Tuesday. Where yeah, I, I haven't been yet. Have you been? You've been to no, I haven't been to that one yet. Um, which I want to because I feel like it would be right up my pop punk alley. Oh my god! It's like exclusively <laughs> songs that you can stomp, scream, cry to. Nice. Uh, and I don't. I think there's maybe like two of those classes where I haven't played Fallout Boy. 
but they work their way in everywhere. Somewhere, yeah. They just, I mean, yeah, they, they just, for me, Fallout Boy, put a smile on my face when I listen to it. Um, I know they're the coolest band in the world, don't care. They just, the songs are what they are, and they definitely recycle the same style, but they just mm-hmm. fill that cycle every time. Uh, that style, sorry, not cycle. Um, and yeah, they're great for working out as well. Um, they, I, they are very empowering. Mm, um, it's kind of yeah I always feel like you can do like a bit of like a fuck you with yeah Fall Out Boy. I agree um okay leading on to that so mm-hmm. it was obviously Def Leppard so it's a strong start let's talk about spin a little bit so mm-hmm. now someone who's been and I've already said to your classes many times um, and other instructors as well. Um, this style of spin playlist is so important for the, for the, for the journey. As I mentioned at the beginning, it's not just a physical, it's also an emotional journey. Um, and obviously like a normal playlist, the playlist for spin takes you on this up and down and the music needs to go along with the start, with the, um, with the speed of how fast you're going to make us go and obviously the movements, et cetera. So before we pick the song that will go for this section of the playlist, talk me through how you put together a playlist. Like what are the type of things you think about when you uh, put together a playlist for one of your classes? So playlisting as an instructor is like one of the most important tools I think you have in your belt um, because you can tell a class so much without opening your mouth, right? It's like music is like this universal language that anybody can understand, whether it's in your lang- in your native language or not, you can understand the emotion of a song by, by everything that it's giving you, you know, all the extras. Um, and so, it's kind of this like little superpower that instructors have with their with their playlisting, um, which I think needs to be used really wisely um, because you don't know what a song can bring up or bring out of someone. Um, and I think it's really important to be sensitive to what's going on in the world. You've got to have your eyes open to what's happening at this point in time in the world, um, what potentially may be happening to or for your riders. Um, But when it comes to, so if I'm gonna sit down and I've got a class at 6 p.m. tonight and I'm gonna make a playlist, first of all, I have to check in with like, how am I doing today? Um, Because there is no point in me putting a song that I am not connecting to today Um, because as soon as you play it out loud and you are there on your podium, people will be able to tell that you're not connecting to it instantly. And that is my biggest pet peeve is seeing an instructor play music that they don't care about. Mm. Cause I really think I can tell if you don't care about the music, yeah. um, which is why I will never play someone like Taylor Swift because <laughs> I saw you on Instagram earlier. I've got nothing against her. And actually, I watched a documentary and I appreciate her, but her music doesn't hit my heartstrings in any way. So I just, I won't. Um, So I, yeah, I need to check in with how I'm feeling. I also need to make sure that the journey itself in the playlist. isn't making you like up, down, up, down, up, down the whole time. Because like we said at the start, you can get pretty emotionally tired um, by the end. I think it's also really important to know when to like tug on a heartstring um, and when to just like let it sit and let it lie. Um, and you know, if I'm if I'm in a mood where I'm like pissed off, maybe the whole playlist will be Fallout Boy. Maybe you know, maybe it will all be really aggressive music. Um, I do tend to start my classes by being like, "Hey, I'm Liv. I'm really nice. I promise." But my playlist is a bit aggressive today. Um, that's kind of like how it goes. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't really know how what else what else to say about that. No. So when you mentioned that, let's give the example you gave earlier about you've got a class at six pm tonight and you put together a playlist, and obviously you you try and pick songs that will have that emotional connection with yourself. Will you listen to the playlist beforehand? So would you put the playlist together, put your headphones in, and go for a walk? Would you listen to it at home? And would you see the emotions that it brings out of you, or would you not do that kind of pre pre listen? 100%. Um, I think it is so important to listen to your music beforehand. Um, not in like a needing to know every single beat and when every single drop is, because chances are when you're in class, if you, if you pre-plan too much, you get stuck um, and you're not feeding off what your riders are giving you. Um, but definitely, I, I've had playlists that I've been so set on I've then on my walk to the studio been listening to it and decided five minutes before class actually no that's not that's not gonna work that's not gonna fly and and I'll change a bunch of songs and that happens often because you know I could have made the playlist earlier in the day and I was feeling that kind of way get to the end of the day not feeling that kind of way anymore um so I think it is really really important to check in that you are feeling it and it's feeling right because then then your riders will feel it as well mm. and if you're working if you're working out yourself mm -hmm. you say the music is very similar to what you put in the class or would you say you stick with a certain genre so does the teenage angst live come out and it's just fallout boy straight or would you say there are more like your playlist that you play is not just obviously the fallout boy would you say that it's more you you try and put together a playlist that you work out for personally that has that emotional journey or do you just want one emotion when you work out which is just kind of either hard hitting or something else i think it i think it depends again depends on the day but i mean if i play it in class i'll play it i'll play it for me yeah. um i'll play it for me um I, when I work out, like if I'm going to do a, a ride myself, I will normally like trial out things to see if it works. Um, I like playing lots of um, like cinematic oh, nice. music. Um, I use Hans Zimmer quite a lot um, and stuff that uh, is used in like trailers, uh, yeah. film um, and I'll like, trial it out on myself and if I'm like that's way too out of the box people are not going to get that at all then I won't yeah. but um, that if, if I I would follow the same journey if I'm doing it for me okay so going back to the playlist so we need mm -hmm. to a song that covers the spin part obviously I know it's going to be very hard if you were to pick a song to add to this playlist that inspire you know for the emotional connection when it comes to spin which is obviously your world what song would you pick? Oh, God. Um, so I'm thinking, I think, I think it has to be, like, I think when you think spin, you think that big moment where you, like, come out of saddle double time. I feel like it has to be one of those songs. Um, so now I have to decide which one it is. <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna iTunes. Hold on, hold on. Okay, it's a big question. I have, I have my iTunes organized by BPM. Okay, nice. So, which is uh, wow, <laughs> okay. What we're gonna go for? Uh, 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 uh. Oh gosh! So I don't. I don't. I want it to be like a straight up song. I don't want it to be a remix. I don't. No. I I thought I'd had this, I, I would have this one straight off the top of my head, but I don't. <laughs> um, 
come on. Okay, okay. Here we go. Oh, why did I? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've written this before with me. Um, dude looks like a lady, Aerosmith. Oh, great choice. Okay. Obviously. I, Obviously. I, you have played that many times. We, I'm pretty, how many times have we written that together? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, nice. there we go. Great. Okay, cool. Well, this playlist is coming together really nicely. <laughs> and then the short playlist is done. Um, okay, so we've we've obviously kept this quite positive so far. So we've spoken about those positive connections with music. Every playlist has a has a down moment. This is our down moment. So we start off the playlist obviously talking about the happy song. Everyone has a blue moment. Everyone has a sad moment. Um, I have a playlist on my Spotify that I listen to when I'm feeling sad and I'm feeling a bit low. Um, what song would you add to the playlist for those moments when you are feeling a bit low? and the music you want to kind of go along with that. Is there a certain song that you'd add to this playlist that would be your kind of go-to? Um, I actually found this this one quite easy to, okay. to work out. Uh, the End of Love by Florence and the Machine. Okay. Um, I connect with her massively in her kind of like being really sweet but then when she's on stage she just like runs around like a like this kind of machine um and i think her music is absolutely beautiful her words are so stunning um this song in particular for me really gets me there's a there's a lyric that is um that summer in new york uh, which I, so I spent a lot of time in New York, which I'm, I'm sure you know. And uh, I did have a summer in New York when I was training for Soul Cycle, which there are so many parts of that. I'm like, wow, that was incredible. But there were also so many parts where I was like, not I wish I hadn't done that, but I wish I'd done that kind of slightly differently. There are relationships there that, I wish hadn't happened the way they had and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and it's, it's a kind of song that kind of like gets a lot of different type, you know, there's different types of sadness. Right. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it kind of like blankets it all and like cuddles it in and yeah. it kind of like works for different, types and it's so grand it's not like a kind of just like a little guitar it's like this like grand song and you are kind of like allowed to wallow in your sadness if you want to yeah which I fully promote like if you want to feel the feels do it feel it get it out you don't have to pretend it doesn't exist oh no totally you need to own those moments 100 no. I, I, I do like when Seoul originally came to London, the first thing I said in my classes was, uh, if you are a Brit, you probably don't show much emotion and you probably uh, put it all under the carpet. Uh, not in this room, not with me. Yeah. We're going to get it out. And the number of people that ended up crying in that first class, because they were just... I, oh, I agree. Yeah, I think, I think if you don't... I mean, I only really learned it by going through life coaching, but I think if you don't own those feelings and accept it's okay, you know, like you're not going to feel great every single moment and you can't listen to happy music every single moment. There are going to be times where you need to have that kind of emotional hug by a song uh, when there is, and especially during this crazy time where obviously you can't, unless you're lucky enough to live with someone, you can't hugging people left, right and centre like you may be used to, you need to find other ways to get that emotional hug, so to speak. And music can really give you that. Um, but it's a certain style of music that will give you that. And it's not going to be dude, uh, dude looks like a lady. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And, and uh, very similarly, I only really um, got in touch with my emotions when I 
when I was able to see a therapist and I was able to actually talk about it and be like, oh, talking about it's actually okay. Um, which is like a big thing. Yeah. And would you, would you say you have a, a go-to place for listening to that style of music, whether it's a certain chair that matches your top or uh, would you take yourself on a walk and just be on your own with a coffee? Um, where would you say that you would listen to that style of music to kind of get? Uh, I would say um, hilariously, I do a lot of lying on my living room floor. Um, kind of, I have this like these like neon lights, oh, yeah. and a pink one and a blue one. Um, I put the blue one on and then just kind nice. of lie on the floor, um, which sounds really dramatic. Um, uh, I actually just bought a star machine that like projects stars onto the ceiling. It's amazing. Um, I love it. My boyfriend's like, what is this? <laughs> it's all my moments. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that. Or I love just, I love walking. And and sometimes I think if you keep yourself kind of trapped inside, like physically in a building, it can, um, it can make you feel worse. Um, and I think when you're feeling those sad moments, it's okay, it's okay to feel them, but you want to give yourself some kind of where to go. You don't want to just sit in it for such a long time. Oh, yeah. And so when you're outside, you can breathe, you can see things There's kind of interaction reminds you that things are going to be okay. Um, and I mean, I think everyone can understand about going on, on a walk during lockdown, like being the only thing that lets you find freedom. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that's, I think everyone has those different areas that they listen to that style of music. I mean, yeah, mine is very much headphones on in beds, just as you've said, feeling feels there um, <laughs> in an appropriate way. Um, that could be misconstrued. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just make sure to clarify um, what I mean. But definitely during lockdown, um, I used to live in Brixton and Brockwell Park, you know, coffee. If I was feeling a bit low because of lockdown, because everybody has, it's been a really tough time mentally uh, for everybody, just putting on that playlist or that podcast or something that really connects to you. I mean, the big discovery for me recently during this lockdown has been Fern Cotton's podcast, um, which I found which I found amazing. Um and the people she's had, the Simon New interview from Biffy Caro, I found really fascinating, um, talking about how he deals with different things around meditation. Um, for me, I feel like from a mental health side, it's a, it's a journey that we all go on every single day. And even when you come out of feel, you know, feeling your worst, you know, you're, you're, you're never fully recovered. It's saying that you've got to learn how to adapt with as you get older and life changes around you and learning things from other people. And hopefully, you know, people will listen to the songs you've picked and think, I didn't know about that Florentine Machine song. Maybe that will give me that emotional hug that I, you know, needed. Um, I feel like we're consistently, hopefully, trying to help each other get through these times. And I think the Fern Cotton uh, podcast that I have discovered has helped me look at things in a certain different way. Uh, which I've had really helpful recently during this lockdown, especially. Yeah, I think I think it always, always, always helps, and it never, never will never make it worse talking about it. Mm. Um, that's one thing that I've learned. Um, I actually, I actually did over lockdown um, uh, a mental health course. Oh, great. Um, no, I, I really want to do a first aider course, but it's just like a mental health assistant um okay. course um and the one thing that it like underlines is you will not make it worse by talking about it mm. um, because you, you've got to air it and you've got to make it normal you have to normalize it because the moment someone feels like they aren't normal then they hide more um and so i mean all those podcasts people just normalizing it and talking about it i think is so powerful. I agree. Um, and I think people who, I feel like you know when people are being honest, when they, you know, really comes from the gut. Um, and yeah, uh, I agree with you on that. Okay. 
we come to the last song. It's the big epic moment. We've had the highs, we've had the lows. So this last kind of song collection, obviously you want to end the playlist on a bang. Yeah. So the scenario I gave you is obviously the movie of your life is ending. That dramatic last scene is playing out. The credits are about to roll down. What's the song that plays this out? What's that final big emotional connected song that you're going to have to close out this personal playlist that you put together? Wow. There's so, there's so many in that it could happen in so many different ways. Like it could be like a, like a explosion kind of one, or it could be like a slow, gradual build one. Um, and I'm, and I'm trying to think about how, how I want that to happen. Um, So I think, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with this one. Um, okay. It would have to happen. So if we're thinking about a film of my life, the action has finished mm-hmm. and then it's like snap to black and then this, this song's mm-hmm. happening. Okay. Um, I'm really setting the scene here. Um, <laughs> The bitch is back, Elton John. Ooh, nice. Um, I just, I have a real sassy side, which comes out whenever I play this song. Um, and it, it's just, yeah, I just think, it, I think it's such a great song. And like, why would you not want to end on like a sassy fun yeah. note? Um, and it's like not the typical way to, you know, it could be some kind of big old instrumental grand thing. It's not the typical way to to end it. No, um, I like it. It also kind of like the bitch is back kind of sounds like there's more to come. You yeah. know, there's going to be yeah. a second film. <laughs> yeah, and a second playlist. Um, yeah, no, totally. Obviously, we, we've all got different chapters of our lives to lead. And obviously the key is to make it one continuous book, but different chapters. Um mm-hmm. So I like that. I think that's a really nice way to end it. And that kind of way of thinking, my story isn't over. Mm-hmm. The, the bitch is going to come back. I'm not calling yeah, it. The bitch is going to um, come back. But uh, no, I love that. Um, I actually don't know that Elton John song. Um, I need to go and listen to that straight away um, because I have a massive soft spot, massive soft spot for Elton John, um, especially around the song Tiny Dancer. That's one of my go-to favourite songs of all that was going to be my second choice. Yeah, it's a great song. Choice. Um, that has a very special place in my heart, that song, and my mum as well. Oh, nice. Um, and I would, if I was doing, I would do Tiny Dancer into okay. Bitches Back as like a big old finale. If I was nice, okay. Reflection yeah, okay. Nice. Okay, I love that. And just, to finish up, obviously we've done the main bulk of the playlist, but is there any kind of honourable mentions you'd like to make? Any other songs that you feel for for people to listen to? We'll add it to the playlist for people to listen to as well, so kind of beef it out a little bit, so to speak. But is there any other songs that you thought about that you didn't go for, but you feel very close to making the, the selection? Yeah. There is one, there's, so there's a song that I use um, I'd say often, often. Um, I just want to make sure that I get the name of it completely right. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Swift. Um, um, uh, okay. So it's the song Forever On Your Side by Need To Breathe. Okay. And it's like, that is like a way you could, a way you could finish, uh, a way you could like open the playlist, um, could be like right smack bang there in the middle. It makes you feel good, but it's also 
empowering and um, you can use it in so many different ways and like you can make it talk about that your friends are forever on your side or your family is forever on your side or you are on your side um that's always how I like to angle it when I use it in class it's that like you are going to be the last person standing up for yourself at the end of it all when everything if everything was to disappear you have to be left standing up for yourself and being your number one cheerleader um which I don't think everybody is for themselves um my mission every class to make people applaud and appreciate and I, I I fully will stop the class turn the music down and make people clap for themselves oh you do yeah I've experienced that <laughs> so yeah which uh, as Brits um often they find very uncomfortable but I will like hammer it home until people understand that it's actually really cool to like big up yourself in a good way yeah no I agree and I really like that I think it's a really nice kind of sentiment to make um and I love that that song seems to um Kind of work in a couple of different emotions for you as well so it kind of yeah. covers a few different styles which is great um and it would definitely be added to the playlist as your honorable mention selection um and then hopefully it has that relationship for other people as well yeah i hope so cool well thank you for taking part and being the first guest um, it's rad to have you on and thank you uh we'll share your details obviously when we post about it we'll share the playlist of everybody um, and hopefully they can have that emotional connection with music that you clearly do with the selections you've made. Can't wait. Can't Super. wait. Maybe I'll use this whole playlist in the class. Yeah, I will come across. <laughs> Super. Well, thank you very much, Liv. Thank you up. Cool. All right, well, thank you very much. Thank you.